All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Better late than never. Welcome. It's Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the backup drawer. Bag milk. Yeah, huh? This is Ceases. Hi, Ceases. We're going to turn the music down. Start the show, okay? Tyler Gramchuk is so fucking sexy. That's where it goes from here. But we're turning the music down just so we can get started. A lot to get going on today. Welcome to Better Late Than Ever, episode 37, I think. Let me see. 38. Welcome to episode 38, Better Late Than Ever, brought to you by the audio department. Check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. Of course, it is a recording studio. That's what we're talking about here. You want to record a podcast just like this one? You don't have to be at my kitchen table. You don't have to be at the studio bag milk, which is a kitchen table. Again, I repeat, it's a kitchen table. The audio department is legit. They've got all the equipment you need to either do a podcast, record an album, right? Of course, the audio department works to create a safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through sound and story. Check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. And as you heard, maybe off the jump, this is where I'm starting. Today, we got the very tough news um, from Mike Stelter um, that Ben Stelter passed away after his heroic fight with brain cancer. 
to quote Mike Stelter, his dad, the world lost the most special boy and an absolute hero last night. Ben, you were the best best son we could ever hope for, and you were my best bud ever. Your sisters were so lucky to have you as such a sweet brother. You fought so long and hard and beat so many odds. You truly changed the world and did so much good in your short time here. Mom and I are so proud of you. You had a bigger heart than anyone we've ever met. Our hearts are left with a Ben-sized hole in them, and life will never be the same without you. We are absolutely crushed. Uh, Ben Stelter, of course, was at, I don't know, how we met Ben about midway through the year, maybe March, something like that, when he became the, he came out on the ice as the Oilers, uh, the Scotiabank skater that comes up before the game, and he stood next to Connor, and then we saw the photos of Connor holding his hand, and it was adorable. And um, it sucks. Today sucks. You can tell the vibe on social media. Everybody's down. Feels like the city is just down after hearing the news. You see how quickly it's spread to. Like right now as I'm recording, it's 5 o'clock on Wednesday, August 10th. And RIP Ben is trending Canada-wide. Like, And it was trending instantly. I've never seen somebody unite the city in the way that Ben did. It was really remarkable how he was a rallying point, not just for the Oilers and not just having at the game and everybody cheering for him when he was up on the big screen, but just the city in general, you know? I was lucky enough to go to a bunch of games when Ben was at the building at Rogers Place or even down in Los Angeles, and when he came on the screen, the place erupted. When he was included, play La Bamba Baby in the intro for the playoffs, the place erupted. This young man meant so much to the city, so much to the hockey team, so much to the hockey community at large that it's a really sad and heartbreaking day. Kids that age shouldn't have to go through what Ben went through. And he fought as hard as he possibly could. He fought for a long time. And unfortunately... Fuck cancer, man. We've all been touched by it in one way or another, I imagine. Even myself personally, I've never said this anywhere before, but I had two family members die of cancer earlier this year in January. And it sucks, it hurts. But when I think of those two, my family members, that is, they, you know, they were a little bit older. To have somebody as young as Ben is just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking, and you can tell how much he meant not just to fans and to the city, but to the players on the team as well. Um, Connor McDavid on his Instagram page posted, You touched everyone's hearts and were such an inspiration to us all. Lucky to be your friend, Benny. Rest easy. Leon Dreisaitl says, Devastated, you will be part of us forever. On Twitter, Vander Kane wrote... Uh, a real a tribute that he was posted saying, Ben, you are a true warrior and a, such an inspiration to all of us. Your strength, determination, courage, and love beamed through the hockey world and especially our team. I'm going to miss your fist bumps before the game and to the Stelter family, we send our love and support. It's a tough day. It's a tough day. I feel very fortunate now that when we went to LA in May for the first round of the playoffs, I was able to meet Ben and uh, I I feel grateful for that today. 
Ben and I exchanged some stickers. I gave him an Oilers Nation sticker that I had. He gave me one of the the Ben stickers that Wendy Lambchop made for him, and I still keep it in my wallet. I still keep it in my wallet. I've still got the Ben Stelter card in my office at work at Nation HQ. So today's a rough day. Today's a sad day, and um, thoughts are just out to the Stelter family because I can't even imagine the heartbreak and the pain in that house. I can't even imagine it. So that's kind of where I'm going to end the intro. Um, I had a bunch of stuff planned and we'll get to it, but how could I not start the podcast talking about Ben? How could I not? Um, and that's where we'll end it. So I'm sorry. It's kind of a bummer intro this week, but kind of had to be done. So Ben, thank you for everything, man. Thank you for being amazing. Thank you for making play La Bamba baby part of the vernacular around here. I can hear it in my head, you know, like I know I played it. I've got the clip on my soundboard, but play La Bamba, baby. We're going to keep doing it. And I really look forward to, and I hope the Oilers do something for Ben. I saw a suggestion on Twitter and I wish I could give the guy credit because I actually loved the idea. I'm going to try and find it here. I got to vamp a little bit while I'm looking. Um, Jeff, I like this. Zach Lang from OilersNation.com. He said, I hope the Oilers do something to honor Ben this year. Just the way he brought everybody together. So Zach said, I hope they do something. And I actually really love this idea from Jeff. Uh, Jeff Wright says, dedicate a box in his name for kids going through similar circumstances. Be a place for his spirit to continue and the team to constantly see that there are so many more kids that need the team's support. I don't know what the weather's going to do. They're always good in these situations. But Jeff, I, uh, I think that's a great idea. So... Ben Stelter, thinking about you, thinking about the Stelter family today, and fuck cancer. That's all you got to say. Children shouldn't have to go through it, and it's an awful day. In the words of the Pet Shop Boys, I've got the brains, you have the looks. Listen to Better Late Than Never. Gonna try to get on with it here. A couple of things that I just want to get to before we get to the news. I'm excited for Toronto. You know, I'm super excited for Toronto and we leave on Friday. First thing in the morning. God, I found like, I found out that we were leaving Edmonton. We're flying to Toronto at six in the morning, six 30 in the morning. Nobody told me that. Nobody told me that. And I wish I knew because that might've affected my decision to go. You know, it might've affected my decision to go because when do I have to get there? Let's do the math in my head. So six 30, we're talking about domestic flight. 6.30, give yourself some extra time. I am my dad's son after all. Actually, by the way, happy birthday to my dad. It's my dad's birthday today. I should get there, what, 90 minutes early? I'm parking at I'm parking at the easy park. I'm a spoiled boy these days. Rick from Oilers Nation Radio, if you listen to that podcast, he got me stuck on parking right at the airport. I can't go back to riding a bus to one of those park and fly lots. I just can't do it anymore. So I'm going to park right at the airport. So that's going to save me a bunch of time right there. I'm going to drive right in, park my whip, get out, not checking a bag, carry-ons only, 90 minutes, plenty of time, at least in my opinion. But that brings us to 5 a.m. Hang on, let me do the math there. 6.30 minus 90 minutes is 5 a.m. Somebody check the math on that. I'm pretty sure I'm right. But that means I need to leave my house at like 4.30. And if I'm going to leave my house at 4.30, what time do I have to get up at? Four? 
how many alarms do I got to set to make sure that I actually wake up at four? I don't know about you guys, but I sleep like I'm dead. Either way, I'm super pumped to hang out with a bunch of you on the nation vacation to Toronto this weekend. It's going to be super exciting. I've never been to Toronto. This is my first time ever going to Toronto, and I'm super excited about it. I'm excited to go traveling with a bunch of nation citizens again. I'm excited to go to a baseball game. Well, a few baseball games. I'm excited to see TFC. I'm excited to annoy Tyler. I'm excited to be, I don't know, when we went to LA, we became Manoa boys. Or uh, Manoa, not Manoa boys. I want to be a Manoa boy. Tyler Tyler tricked me. I thought we were going to see Alec Manoa pitch. He did the math wrong. We are not going to see him. We are not. He pitched yesterday. Doesn't work, Tyler. But that's how we became Otani boys is we went to the Angels game in Los Angeles back in May and we just, you know, we were having cocktails and we're like, well, let's go buy Otani jerseys. And we did. What am I going to buy when I'm hammered this time? Who knows? I've got a Vladdy. I've got a bow. I'm going to three games. Do I need a third jersey? Am I just being bougie? I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see. I'm super excited. So if you're coming on this trip, can't wait to see you on Friday. Send me a message. Say what's up. Let's hang out. Let's have a drink. Let's have a good time. I'm super excited about a group of like 30 of us, 25 of us. I don't exactly know the numbers. I'm not involved in any of this travel stuff. I should ask Nation Dan. I should text him right now how many guys are going. But I'm so excited. A Nation vacation, it's been so long. I didn't get to go to Nashville. I did go to Calgary in March. That's not the same. Fuck Calgary. This is a trip that I'm very, very much looking forward to. Again, Friday morning. Not looking forward to waking up at like four in the morning, but I am looking forward to going to see the Jays. I really, really am. Uh, The Jays are actually going to be coming up here right away as I'm recording the podcast. I'll have that in the background, maybe. That'd be really nice. That'd be really, really nice, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, In other things that I want to talk about, my question for today, and I'm curious to see how many of the voicemails coming up later have to do with my question of the day is what is the first thing you remember buying for yourself? I'm not talking about candy. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. Like the first item or thing that you as a child, presumably remember buying for yourself. I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day, but I was, and it was because I found uh, a sticker. I was walking around downtown or something. Where was I? I was at K-Days. I was at K-Days last week, and I saw a sticker, and it reminded me of the first ever CD I purchased, which was an album called Ugly As They Want to Be by Ugly Kid Joe. That's the first thing I remember buying for myself. I don't remember when that came out, probably in the 90s, like early 1992. Ugly As They Want Wanna Be by Ugly Kid Joe came out in 1991. So I was a six-year-old bag milk. That was the first thing I remember purchasing for myself with probably allowance money. Who knows how long I had to save for CD back in those days. So I'm curious to know what you guys, the first thing that you ever bought yourself. So we'll get to those later in the voicemail probably. But if we don't get to those, if you're listening to this podcast, hit me up in the voicemail now. We'll play them next week. We've been doing that a lot lately and I like it. Maybe you missed the question on Twitter. Maybe you don't follow me on Twitter or Instagram. You should, but maybe you don't. I respect that. You do whatever you want to do in your digital life, playboy. But follow up on the question. So what is the first thing you remember buying for yourself? That's what I want to know. And that's what the folks at the audio department want to know. And of course, you go to theaudiodepartment.ca to check them out. But now it is time for us to get to the news. The news is brought to you by Arcadia Brewing. ArcadiaYegg.com. Arcadia Brewing. 
Arcadia Brew Co. on Twitter, Arcadia Brewing Co. on Instagram. Got it? Just go check them out. And this is your weekly reminder to go buy some Whistling Pig. It's good for you. Weekend's coming up. You need to be hydrated. Not a whole lot of news coming up in middle of August. Everybody is generally out at the cabin, at the cottage, whatever you call it. It's a cabin. But if you're in BC, I understand you call it. Or uh, if you're in Ontario, I understand you call it a cottage. Uh, so not a whole lot to get to here in the news, but a couple of items that I want to touch on. Tyler Benson re-signed a one-year two-way contract with the Oilers this past week for $750,000. And I'm interested to see where that goes. I'm interested to see where Tyler Benson ends up. Not because I don't think there's a player there. I do. I just don't know who, who how is he going to get on the team, barring some significant injury. If he's going to play on the left side, a left wing, ooh, you got to knock somebody out there for him to get in the lineup. So I'm really curious to see how this goes. He was the, if you remember correctly, he was the 32nd overall pick at the 2016 draft. Last year, he played in 29 games with the Oilers. He scored his first NHL goal, picked up an assist. He got two points in 29 games. Where does he fit? That's what I want to know. With Tyler Benson, I think that he's got the hands, but does he have the wheels? And does he have the ability to displace somebody that's ahead of him on the depth chart? Like if Warren Fogle is right in front of you, what are you doing to track down Warren Fogle if you're Tyler Benson? In fact, I would actually say I'm a little bit surprised that he signed another contract with the Oilers. That's not to say that he has anything bad about, obviously he's from Edmonton. I'm not going to, he's probably got nothing but glowing things to say about the organization. But if I was looking, if I was him and I'm looking just strictly at opportunity, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But $750,000 fresh contract for Tyler Benson. That is one of the only things that really has happened around this team in terms of actual business. Although last week, although again, I'm recording about an hour earlier than I normally do. So last week I was talking about, oh, we're waiting on Kaylor Yamamoto. What happens if Kaylor Yamamoto signs? Watch him sign a contract immediately after I stop recording the podcast. What happened? He signed a contract immediately after I recorded the podcast. (laughs) So what's going to happen today? What's going to happen today on Wednesday as soon as I finish up? Nothing. Probably. Maybe. Who knows? Watch there be a massive trade and I have to come back and do another emergency podcast. I'll do it though. Don't think I won't. Other thing that did happen this past week, I want to give a shout out to Daryl. Darnell Nurse got married to his longtime missus. But the thing that I found interesting about that, actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give you this first. To Darnell Nurse and his lovely wife, congratulations. (laughs) The thing that I did find hilarious, though, nothing to do with the wedding. What I found funny was that the only thing anybody cared about after that wedding was done and after pictures started circling and after pictures started going up on social media was Connor and Leon. Obviously, Connor and Leon were at Darnell Nurse's wedding. But those two, they look like the Blues Brothers. Zach Lang made that connection first that I saw. They look like the Blues Brothers. They're wearing the suits. They had the sunglasses on inside. A bunch of pictures of those two together and that's all anybody cared about. 
It wasn't, oh, congratulations, Darnell Nurse, on getting married. All the best to you, sir. I hope you have a great summer and a great honeymoon. Come back refreshed for the season. Can't wait to have you, pal. No, it was look at Connor and Leon. And it, if it wasn't look at Connor and Leon, there was a photo of Connor, his missus, Leon, his missus, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and his wife, the three of them together. The girls looked great. They were all match- wearing matching green dresses. The boys looked great. They were all in black suits. That picture arguably is the highlight of my summer. Oh, don't get me wrong. I've had a lot of cool things happen this summer. I went to Vancouver, had a great time. I went to LA. That was, I know that wasn't summer, but I had a great time. I'm going to Toronto on Friday. I'm going to have a great time. But that picture, Nuge, Connor, Leon, all together with the, uh, with the missuses. Man, doesn't get better than that. Shout out to Wanya, by the way, on the nation's socials for turning that photo into a friend's meme. That's timely, folks. If you're a little bit younger, I know we got some younger folks listening to this podcast these days. Friends was a show in the 90s. Wrapped up in 2004, I believe. I think so. I think so. But, again, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Darnell Nurse is like, this is the best day of my life. I'm getting married to the love of my life. And just here in Edmonton, just like, Connor and Leon. Oh, my God. I love those guys. <laughs> Ah, uh, good times. Good, good times. I like it. I like it. Why are you bullying me? Uh, in other news, it's not really news, I guess. It could be news. I actually, you know what? I'm going to say I hope it's news. I'm going to manifest this as news. The Oilers, for some reason, and I don't know why, I don't know who started it or if it's actually legit, the Oilers are being linked to both one, Phil Kessel. Got to do it for the lols, don't you? You got to sign Kessel. I don't know what you sign him for, but the guy's made all kinds of money. Sign him for next to nothing if he's willing to do it. He'll score some goals. He'll give us endless meme and hot dog related content or content opportunities. And chances are he's probably going to score more than the nine or 10 goals that he got last year in Phoenix because the Arizona Coyotes suck. They just suck. And I think that at, uh, how old's Phil these days? 34 years old. He's going to be turning 35 in October. You could probably provide the Oilers with a little bit of depth scoring. A little bit of depth scoring on that right side. And let's be honest, the right side isn't all that sexy, at least not to me. I mean, it's not the worst. By no means is it the worst. There's some quality players there. Love Yessa, love Kaler, love, love, love Zach Hyman, provided he's playing on the right and on the left. But could there be a spot for Phil? Could there be a spot for Phil? Listen, let's just think it through here. Do it for the lulls. You got to. According to puckpedia.com, Phil Kessel has a career earnings of $93.5 million. Phil, come on. Come show up to Edmonton. I'll bring you the first hot dog myself, my guy. I would absolutely do it. 100%. I am on board with signing Phil Kessel. Not only because I think he would actually help the, the, the team on the ice, but man, the memes. I would do it for, uh, do it for the memes. Please. Do it for me. The other guy that the Oilers have recently been linked to, and again, I'm not really too sure where this came from, how it ended up on my radar, but was P.K. Subban. Last year, he played for the New Jersey Devils, 77 games played, five goals, 17 assists for 22 points. So we're talking about a guy who is, it's been a minute since P.K. Subban has been P.K. Subban. At least the guy that you probably are thinking of, the guy that put up 60 points in Montreal, you know? It's been a minute since he's still been that guy. But... 
listen to my theory on this one. The Oilers are in cap trouble. I think we would all agree with that. If you don't call it cap trouble, cap inconveniences. How's that? We'll make it a little gentler, a little softer, because I actually think they've gotten some good work and a little bit of luck this offseason. So let's say cap inconveniences. Let's say the Oilers decide that they want to try trade Tyson Berry, $4.5 million, and you trade him for, I don't know, maybe a defensive defenseman that costs a little bit less. Or maybe you get some draft picks or something like that, or prospects or, you know, any combination of all of that. Then you bring in P.K. Subban, a right-handed defenseman, offensive guy, not quite as offensive as he used to be, and you plug him in on the third pairing at a lesser value than the $4.5 million you're going to pay Tyson Berry. All realistic. Frank, you fired up? You excited about this idea? I haven't even got started yet. Would that make sense for the Oilers? You move Tyson Berry, save a little bit of cash, you bring in a similar type player in P.K. Subban, you plug him on on the third pairing at, let's say, I don't know, 1.5, 2 million bucks. Let's say 2 million bucks, you're saving 2.5. Are the others better off? Because in terms of skill and caliber of defense, I'd argue they're probably the same. But having that extra money, that could obviously make them better, No. Again, I have no idea where these rumors came from. Not even the slightest clue. I don't even know who started them, who tied them to the Oilers, or how I even ended up knowing about them. But they're fun to talk about. So what I what would I do? Phil Kessel? Well, yes, we got to make it work. I don't know how you make it work, but we're going to make it work. If for no other reason we need to sign Phil Kessel just so Liam can finish off his uh, Infinity Wars meme that he made on trade deadline day, or no, free agency day, but wasn't able to use. We were supposed to get old what's-his-pickle from Ottawa. He went somewhere else. Liam lost his meme. Lost his meme. You sign Phil? We can use that meme. Trade Barry, bring in PK. Roughly the same on defense, at least I say, but you got money in your hand. You got cash in your jeans. Who doesn't want a couple extra nickels in their wallet, you know? At least I do. Of course you do. Would you do that trade? Would you? Would you? I think you would. I absolutely think you would. I think you're a dirty little stinker if you say otherwise, you know? I think you are. But that's kind of all it is for Oilers news this week. It's quiet. It's the middle of August. There's not a whole lot going on. There's just not. Once again, the news brought to you by my friends at Arcadia. Check them out at ArcadiaYeg.com, Arcadia, Y-E-G.com, or Arcadia Brew Co. on Twitter, Arcadia Brewing Co. on Instagram. You're listening to Better Late Than Never with Back Milk. What you need to do is like, subscribe, tell a friend, Endorse yourself. Yes. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Righteous Sack Beating brought to you by Trilogy Oil Field Rentals. Check them out at trilogyrentals.ca. Once again, that is trilogyrentals.ca. I'm going to give you a second. Open up your browser. Trilogy 
rentals.ca. Trilogy Rentals, of course, are an established provider of oil field rental tools with full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. They also provide seasonal and project-specific stations in Fort St. John, Fort McMurray, Lac La Biche, and others as customers require. What do they have? Everything. In an age where competence and experience are varied in the service industry, Trilogy is still capable of providing experienced on-site personnel with valuable first-hand knowledge of our industry and its variables. Check out more information on what we're talking about here at TrilogyRentals.ca, or you can just look at the pictures of this fishing tool. These fishing tools are cool. I don't know what they do, but I like it. I like it. As for the Righteous Act beating this week, I don't really have anything too, too annoying in my life other than streaming services. I don't know about you, fair listener, to Better Late Than Never, but I imagine you're probably similar to me in that you look for ways to cut out some expenses in your life. You think, hey, you know what? I spend too much damn money on X, Y, or Z. I'd like to save a couple of shekels. Well, your boy bag milk is no different. So what I do in the summer is I tend to trim down my cable package, do only bare bones, get rid of a bunch of the stuff that I know I'm not going to watch because I'm outside and I'm living my life, save a couple of nickels. Makes sense, right? Well, it does until the new show, the new hotness, or in fact, a fucking Jays game on occasions ends up on a streaming service that you don't have. So what do you do? You either have to steal it You have to go on the internet like a pirate and steal it and stream it illegally. We at Better Late Than Never do not recommend that you steal any content from any person. Don't do it. Pay for the content. You could do that. Or you have to pay X dollars a month to get the streaming service to watch X, Y, or Z show. And it's fucking annoying, man. What I want to know is who is going to be the genius? Who's going to be the hero that essentially turns streaming services back into cable where they're all aggregated into one monthly bill that I can just pay and maybe do an a la carte situation where I want Crave, I want Netflix, but I don't want HBO Max. I don't think it's a thing anymore. I don't want Disney Plus, but I do want uh, Discovery Plus, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know how many there are now, but it's driving me crazy. I'm trying to save money in the off season. I'm trying to save a couple of nickels. We, the Better Late Than Never crew, that means all of you that are listening to it right now, we've been working on things together since the start of this podcast. For 38 episodes, we've been talking about saving money, be it on cheese, be it on groceries, all kinds of, like any deals we want. We're going to talk about them right here. But the anti-deal is what's going on with streaming services. And is this really a righteous act beating that I'm proud of? No, but... I think you can all relate that your options suck when it comes to streaming services right now because we all want to get rid of cable, but we all are replacing our cable with these fucking apps that cost the same amount regardless of whether you watch one show or three shows or no shows whatsoever. And then what happens? You forget that you wanted to watch, uh, I don't know, what's that crab show? I remember what the crab show is called. That crab show on Discovery. (laughs) Crab show. If you want to watch the crab show on Discovery Plus and then the season's over and you forget you have Discovery Plus and then for the next 12 months of your life, you are still paying for Discovery Plus even though you're done with the crab show. Deadliest catch just came to me. (laughs) I don't know. Streaming services, you're annoying. You're really annoying. All of you are annoying. Just the price of everything going on is annoying. How much is your cell phone bill right now? 
So I'm talking about the cost of goods that I use. I pay like $155, $160 a month for my cell phone. I remember when I first got a cell phone, I would pay like $15 or $20 a month. And I was like, unlimited texting. You can talk all day you want. But now I need data so I can look at Facebook and I can look at pictures of my dog that I posted on Instagram, even though I got pictures of my dog and my camera roll. Everything's getting too much expensive. Everything's getting too expensive. It's annoying. Nobody wants to buy pictures of my feed either. So. There you have it. The righteous act beating for this week. Streaming services. Fuck you. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. <laughs> As always, the righteous act beating brought to you by my friends at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. Check them out at trilogyrentals.ca. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mm. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. I knew you had a little bit of taste. Good work. Donkey Volley's really taking over the old button bar here. I'm trying to, like, I've just, I got to relabel these, so I got to put some actual time and effort into relabeling all these buttons, especially now that I've got more bumpers coming in on a weekly basis. But Donkey Volley, I was trying to find somebody other than just you, but you're getting a lot of airtime, my friend, today. You're getting a lot of airtime today, my friend. I respect it. You put good, you do good work. And that leads us to where all these bumpers are coming from in the first place. Where? The voicemail. The voicemail brought to you by a Rig Hand Distilleries. Check them out at RigHandDistillery.com. Again, I'm going to tell you about the tour and tasting coupon. I haven't heard from one of you that you've gone and done this. And if you have gone, you need to tell me about it because I'm going to be jealous. One, there's some FOMO. Two, you're going to have a great time. You're going to buy some booze and you're going to meet the crew at a fantastic company. So check it all out at RigHandDistilleries.com. Huh. I'm distracted. I'm getting a bunch of text messages here. I don't know what they're for. I'm, I'm going to leave it. I'm working on focus. I don't know. Do you, how is your ability to focus? 
right now, if you're listening to this, if you picked up a book right now, I don't know how many of you are readers or not. I'm trying to get back into it right now. I'm reading uh, storyteller by Dave Grohl. I find myself reading the same paragraph four or five times sometimes because I've, my brain is essentially turned into a goldfish brain where I, I like, I can't focus on anything. And as I've kind of started reading about it, a lot of it is like, well, you've lived your life. Like you're just, skipping channels all the time. You're scrolling on Instagram. You're scrolling on social, scrolling on the internet. You're flipping channels. You're doing this. You're doing that. You can't sit with yourself anymore, man. And that's why you have no attention span. So we're working on it. We're working on it. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we got a couple of bumpers that I want to get to here. I don't know who submitted these, but I've got a pretty good idea. Four to get through. Let's go. Bumper number one. Behold. Thou art listening to Better Late Than Ever. <laughs> Carriest thou on with filling thine ear canals with the sounds of Bag Milk's voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? I like this old-timey English one, so I'm going to play it one more time. Behold, thou art listening to Better Late Than Ever. Carriest thou on with filling thine ear canals <laughs> with the sounds of Bag Milk's voice. Yeah. That's good shit. I love you guys. You're the best. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. (laughs) What the fuck? Was that a saxophone? Hang on. I got to do that again. Again, if you don't know the bit here, if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time, I don't listen to these ahead of time. If you say something shitty, I'll just edit it out after. I thought it'd be way more fun to just give you my genuine reaction the first time I hear this stuff. So I got to listen to that one again. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man, I fucking love that. That rules. Thank you to whoever did that. You gotta leave, you guys gotta leave your name on this stuff. Unless I can under, like, unless you're basically Donkey Volley at this point, where I just know what the sound of your voice sounds like, I wanna know your name so I can give you credit. Please. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. See, without even listening to two seconds, Donkey Volley. Again, thank you. Once again, it's the correct it is the correct choice. Thank you very much, Donkey Volley. You're putting in some great work here, sir. Shout out to you in Northern England. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. And once again, on to our next feature. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. Again, thank you guys for the bumpers. I want to include as many of you in the podcast as possible. So just leave me voicemails or you can email these directly to me at bagmilk.com if that's easier. Um, I just want to include you. So just label them for me. If you want to say, if you want to replace the kick me in the Jimmy, the righteous sack beating intro, if you want to replace the news, if you want to do any of them, I'll play all of them. This show, as far as I'm concerned, is as much you, the listener, as it is mine, because I want you to contribute. I want you to feel like it's part of yours as well. Let's get to the actual business of the voicemail, though. Our first voicemail coming in. Egg milk, thanks for your last entry. Yes, I am 13. Don't worry about the swearing. My 13-year-old buddy's back. So, we're going to watch our language here during this response, and then we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled program. But he said I can swear, so I'll give you a quick one. Shit. That's not an issue. Um, My question today, or something that you could maybe agree on with me, is what the Oilers' next move should be. 
I think it's definitely signing Ryan McLeod. I think he's a great player that can develop quickly. What do you think? You're 100% right. Signing Ryan McLeod, that is 100% correct. That is the correct move. That is the move they have to do. And that's basically all they've got left on their to-do list. You know, So you are 100% right. Sign Ryan McLeod. But over in addition to that, what the Oilers are going to need to do is they're going to need to clear somebody out because right now they have no cap space. Right now they are over the salary cap. So how are they going to do it? My personal guess is, I know we just talked about Tyson Berry a little bit earlier. It could be him, but my personal guess is that it's going to be Warren Fogel. We'll see. We still got 63 days left until the start of the 2022-23 season. So there's plenty of time for Ken Holland to figure it out. We'll just have to sit here and wait. We'll just have to sit here and wait. Thank you for another voicemail, my friend. Please keep sending those in. I will keep playing them for you. Hey, Big Milk. Uh, I can't remember buying myself something other than music when I was younger, but now let's get to the question of the week again, ugly kid, Joe, bad as I want to be. Remember that song? Everything about you down, I'll play the actual song, but then, you know, I'll get kicked off YouTube. So, uh, I grew up in Thorncliffe right next to West Ed. And so I would have gone to the HMV. The, you know, the two or three floor HMV thing, that massive thing. Fuck that HMV. And let me tell you why. I applied for a job there three times, I think, over the course of a few years, and they didn't even give me an interview once. So I'm not going to go ahead and say that I could have saved HMV had they hired me when I was in high school. But we'll never know now, will they? We'll never know because you didn't even give me a job interview. You did not even give me an interview. Now what happened? Look at you. And I would have bought myself, it was like a two for one, two for 20, and it would have been like the Shrek soundtrack for the first Shrek movie. Oh my God. (laughs) I need (laughs) I love that one of the first things you ever bought yourself was the Shrek soundtrack. Fuck, I hope the, whatever the second half of this back-to-back two for 20, I hope it's as good as that. And then it was a compilation album named... Jock Jams? Now Six. Ah. And I'm just looking at the set list, and oh boy, was it a banger. We got Uncle Cracker. Nice. We got Daft Punk. We got Ooh. Coldplay, U2, mm. Lenny Kravitz. We got Janet Jackson. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. We also had uh, The Moffats. And uh, the biggest shout-out goes to Creed, My Arms Wide Open. Mm. And it even had Lighthouse on it. So I think, like, of all the bangers I bought by time, it was one of the first ones. It was this Now compilation album. I don't think I could listen to it today, but... Whew. Definitely hit the spot back in the day. I say you throw that on right now and you're going to have a good time. That's what I challenge you. Throw in now six if you even have a CD player. I don't have a CD player. I'd have to go to my car. (laughs) I was just thinking about that the other day, actually. If you gave me a CD to play right now and you're like, bag milk, here's my mixtape. Go check it out. And I'll be like, no problem, man. I'll listen to this rap album. I'm ready for you. I'll give you some verses or I'll give you some notes. I may even chip in a bar or two. I would have to go to my vehicle and play it in the CD player in the vehicle. I have I don't have anything in my house that would play it. I don't even have a DVD player. I don't have a PlayStation. I don't have anything. I do have a PlayStation, but it's packed away somewhere. PlayStation 3. That was the last one I bought. Thinking about buying a PlayStation 5 though. But then again, like it's one of those things where it's like if I find a if I even find a PlayStation and I spend the $1000 or whatever the fuck they're charging for those things now, how often am I going to play it? And then am I going to sit there and look at that PlayStation every now and then when I'm not playing it and get mad? Am I just going to go out and buy Blu-rays just to put into the PlayStation just to make me feel like I'm actually using it to its full capabilities? I don't know, but that is really that really has nothing to do with anything. So I'm just going to play the next voicemail. 
Hi, Bag Milk. I have a suggestion for the NHL, uh, I guess a proposal, to help level the playing field when it comes to taxation between provinces and states. We've been talking about taxes a lot lately with uh, NHL contracts. A lot of taxes. So one thing that I found out that was interesting is players, and this is Adams leaving this voicemail, he's probably way smarter than me, so I'm just going to go ahead and agree with whatever he's going to say, even though I haven't heard it. But I was I was talking to somebody, probably hard at Puckpedia, and they were just saying that how players, are you're taxed where you are that day. I thought it was super interesting. So if you're an Edmonton Oiler, but you're playing in Toronto, you're paying Ontario taxes that day or two days that you're there. Anyway, interesting. Let's see what Adam has to say about saving us money on taxes. Wanted to get your opinion on it. It's really quite simple. Uh, I think we could be able to combine everybody's taxes, come up with an average among all players based on states and provinces, not the tax dollars, but the tax rates. Come up with an average NHL tax rate. Tax each player that rate. goes to a trust fund that the NHL holds. And then on behalf of the players, the NHL pays their taxes. I think this would be a good way to level the playing field when it comes to salary advantage, which is quite distinct. You know, it's good enough that uh, Florida has beaches and sunshine, but they also have no taxes. So this would help teams like Montreal and Edmonton, um, lots of lots of American teams too. So what are your thoughts? Nice podcast. Keep it up. Well, thank you for the voicemail, first of all, Adam. Uh, again, I was right before listening to your voicemail. You're smarter than me. I don't, I would love to see the NHL come up with a different way of leveling the playing field in terms of how much tax a guy would have to pay or was required to pay. I just don't know if it's realistic to actually have it work considering that those guys are already, the tax situation, as I mentioned, is already super complicated because they're bouncing around multiple countries, multiple states, multiple provinces. Who's going to keep track of it? We need somebody that is much smarter than me to handle this, Adam, and I'm going to put you in charge. So I like the idea. I have no idea how it works. This is why I pay an accountant. I have an accountant and I go, hey, please do accounting stuff with this box of papers. And they're like, ah, oh, fuck's sakes, here's your bill. Go away. I'm like, excellent. See you next year. Um, that's kind of where my tax expertise ends. So I like the idea. I like the theory of it. I don't know how practical it is. If you're an accountant and you listen to this, leave me a voicemail. Leave me and Adam. Say, this voicemail is for bag milk and Adam. We want to talk about tax. I am a CPA. Well, let's get through it. Adam, thanks for the voicemail. Next one, Chandler. Hey, Bag Milk. Couple of questions for you here. Um, so, first one being, if you could change any rule in the NHL, what would it be? Um, and number two, if you, I'll just handle that one first before we get to question number two. If I could change any rule, I talked about this in Oilers Nation Radio a couple a uh, little while ago. Let's do franchise tags. Let's do franchise tags. I'm slapping that on Connor McDavid. All of a sudden, his $12.5 million cap hit is off the books in terms of cap. He is our franchise player. We've got that space back. That's my rule change. Uh, if we're talking on the ice, hmm. Oh, how about we just call the rule book? How about we have a, a, a list? We have a booklet, in fact, of rules for the game that we all enjoy watching. How about we just follow that? 
And if there's a slash in the first period, it's called the same way in the first as it is in the second, as it is in the third, as it is in overtime. You know what'll happen? The players will fucking figure it out. Why the league can't figure it out is beyond me, especially when they're gagging for goals all the time. And we have to have, at least it's been a while since we had one of these stupid conversations where they say, well, why don't we just make the nets bigger? Why don't we just make the goalies equipment smaller? Why don't we limit goalies to being five foot two and anything over that you have to pay a tax? I don't know. I don't know. Just call the rules in the fucking book. So there's my rule change. How's that? Question number two. Go ahead. You could just change anything just in general um, in the NHL. What would it be? Because uh, for me, if I... That'd be my franchise tag. You could change a rule. I would get rid of the trapezoid uh, and just let the goalies play the puck more. Um, I think it would be a... I wonder why they don't get rid of that trapezoid. I remember like Marty Turco back in the day used to wander all the way fucking out. And that's why it's there. Guys don't really do that all that much anymore. I imagine like a Mike Smith type would, but I don't think people really would do that all that much. Get rid of the trapezoid. I don't even care about it. Fun way to create more offense and uh, more chaos, really. Uh, Another thing in general with the NHL, I would say... um, Would be to let the team just wear whatever jerseys. Don't make it where it's, you know almost always where the team wearing white is on the road. Like Back in my day, Chandler, the team wearing white was always at home. That's how I grew up watching hockey. Then they flipped it on me and I was bamboozled and it was confusing to me for years. Years! Now I don't know if I'm ready for them to go back because I've finally just gotten used to it, knowing that the dark jersey means home. Have, you know, three, four different sets of jerseys and, you know, have your go at it have fun with it like let's get a battle of alberta where you have the oilers wearing the royal blues and the flames wearing red like something like that where it's not gonna clash um that, that's kind of what i do i think it would be pretty fun to see something like that oh in that sense i'm i'm with you as long as like as long as the teams their jerseys the colors don't match so like in that specific situation the battle of alberta flames could wear red or could wear blue why not nobody's getting confused with that Nobody's getting confused, but like flames wear red, uh, hurricanes also wear red. That's probably not going to work, you know? So, but yeah, if, if the colors don't match, if we can make it work, so old bag milk doesn't get confused when he's watching his TV, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Next up was, is this you? The first thing I remember buying, man, this is a tough one. Uh, I feel like everybody, when they were a kid, they bought something super small and minuscule that they just can't remember. Like, you know, maybe there's a chance I bought like a pack of gum. I totally forgot. Maybe it was my first paycheck. But I distinctly remember back, I think in fifth grade, I saved up a bunch of money to buy myself an Xbox 360 from Christmas. Ooh, nice. That's a good one, Waz. Fifth grade Waz going out there. He's saving his hard-earned allowance probably. He's been vacuuming. We learned last week or maybe two weeks ago that Waz likes doing chores around the house. So you know he was doing all kinds of chores for mom and dad, getting that allowance money, puts it all under his bed, I imagine. Puts it all together, gets that Xbox 360. That must have been a great day for you, Waz. I remember I really wanted an Xbox 360 for Christmas. I didn't get it, but instead I got enough money to buy the Xbox 360 on Boxing Day. And back then, man, I mean, this is like what? Back then. We're talking about like three weeks ago. Come on, Waz. 12 years ago, 15 years ago, I don't know. It was $200. An Xbox 360 was $200 bag milk. Games used to cost 60 bucks. Now they cost 80 I don't like this. You know, it's, it's not nice going to the, the, the Best Buy and seeing the price of games. So, yeah, 
Uh, Xbox 360 changed my life. I became a complete degenerate in middle school because of it, but I still I, I cherish those moments. Um, there's a couple of things that I like here. One, Waz is 100% right. Games back in the day were way fucking cheaper, though I will say I remember on my Super Nintendo... Super Nintendo. I remember on my Super Nintendo buying Mortal Kombat 2 and the game was like 90 bucks. <clears throat> so we've had almost a pendulum in my life. But to Waz's point though about the system being way cheaper back in the day, come on. It's like I just said, I was looking for a PlayStation 5. First of all, you can't find one. Two, if you can find one, it's like $1,200. I'm not spending that shit. I'm going to play it three times and fucking stack clothes on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> how many of you have a piece of exercise equipment in your house right now that is only holding clothes that's what i want to know in my head the reason i say that in my head i can picture my sister's treadmill in her basement right now and it is holding all kinds of clothes i guarantee it i love you to my sister but uh she knows i'm right so this might be a slightly depressing voicemail but was was we were just talking about xbox we're complaining we're trying to save money we're complaining about how much things cost these days. Waz, you're coming back with a depressing voicemail. I don't even know what this is. And now I'm upset. I just need your thoughts, Bag Milk. Mm-hmm. And my friend and I have noticed this around Edmonton, but there's been uh, an abundance of dead birds, I find. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's because of the heat and they're just kind of dropping dead. <laughs> what the fuck? But, like, I don't know. I've noticed it more <laughs> summer. Where are you, Waz? Where are you wandering that? Like, I, I haven't seen... Actually, I got a story here in a second, but I'm not. Where are all these dead birds? Ha, <laughs> oh, fuck. I love Waz. Hey, have you noticed a bunch of dead birds all over the place? Here I am. I'm just out here killing birds, and I can't help but notice that there's dead birds. Somebody's asshole, some fucking asshole's killing birds and leaving them all over the place. <laughs> I cut you off, Waz. I apologize than usual so i don't know if it's just this summer but i don't know what's going on i'm finding <laughs> dead birds every time i go on my little walks it's kind of sad i'm like oh, that's a dead bird this is one one other night i was playing i had a soccer game what the field fuck? next to us had a dead seagull like what's happening it's sad is it because is it of the heat are they not hydrated enough I, I don't know what's happening with the birds like i'm sorry to bring this up it's a very sad topic but like why are the birds dying? Uh, I uh, <clears throat> I'm not uh, brushed up on my bird science was so maybe they need maybe they need to have a drink. I don't know. Are they hydrated enough? Somebody get these birds a drink for fuck's sakes. Birds need an ice maker. I'll tell you one thing. I bought an ice maker. I'm staying way more hydrated, and that water is ice cold, baby. Uh, no, to answer the question, I have not <laughs> just noticed dead birds everywhere. But what I would say is a couple of weeks ago, I was, on, I was on vacation. I was in Vancouver. And when I came home uh, from the airport, from flying back from Vancouver, you do the thing where you're like, oh, I just want to go home, blah, blah, blah. So I had to go pick up my dog, come home that day. And when I get home in my yard, laying on its back, almost in a mummy-like state with its wings crossed over its chest, that part didn't happen, but it was laying on its back. A magpie, just a dead, bored, stiff magpie. And I was like, well, that's weird. One, my first thought, and I don't know why this was my first thought, is, is somebody mad at me? Did somebody kill this magpie and throw it in my yard? First of all, I don't know why anybody would be mad at me enough to throw a magpie in my yard, but that didn't happen. What actually happened was I look up at my window, 
Uh, I've got a big window in my living room and there are bird feathers just stuck to the window. So at some point in my adventures while I was away, this bird, this magpie came flying in hot, came in hot, smashed in the window and dropped dead. I'm happy you didn't break my window. One thing I did not realize, how heavy magpies are. So I go out, I'm like, oh, how am I going to do this? So I grab a couple of bags and I scoop the magpie. I scoop him so that I don't touch it. I'm using multiple bags to scoop him. And there he was in my bag. I'm like, fuck me, this magpie's pretty heavy. Learn something. Uh, that depressing story brought to you by Waz. Fatality. If you're a bird, apparently. <laughs> uh, okay. Next, a voicemail from Red Plates. Hey, Big Milk. That guy Mike M here. Catching up on the podcast. Been away a couple weeks. Listening to it. And my man Nick and you. Talking about people that wait till the very end to zipper in. When the oh, yes. Closed. That's right. Man, you guys are so wrong. <laughs> Everywhere else in uh, North America, possibly the world. We zipper in. <laughs> the reason we zipper in keeps traffic moving it doesn't though everyone goes in that one lane you're blocking up traffic six blocks away i what you guys should really be disappointed about is people that ride the left lane on the highway get the hell over to the right lane if you're going slow well that i agree with if you are in the left lane on a two-lane highway move the fuck over nobody wants to see you Move over. Unless you're flying past people and that is just your default setting, get out of here. Get out of the way. And going back to the other thing, I actually zipper merged today because if you're downtown Edmonton, you know right now, it's just a construction war zone down there. So I zipper merged today. So I went up the right lane and I zippered in. But did I feel good about it? No, I didn't. I could feel the judgment from the cars in the left lane. I understand the rules. I understand the logic. I don't like it though. I felt dirty. I apologize. I went up to the right and I zippered in. I did the thing. I became the man I hate the most. (laughs) Uh, Next voicemail from Laird. Hey, Bag Milk. Here are my hot takes of what the Oilers should do. Hit me. They should trade Tyson Berry Mm -hmm. for Carson Soucy. I mean, you you and Tyler, your M-check, you should have a conversation because Tyler's been pushing that specific trade for months. Months. Some draft picks. Then they should trade Warren Fogle just as a salary cap dump. Mm -hmm. Then sign P.K. Subban. Not a huge Subban fan, but I think he would be a good fit. Talking about that And also sign Phil Kessel. And while they're at it, finally sign McLeod to a long-term deal about four years, I would say. That's what I would like the Oilers to do, but who knows? Anyways... Thanks for better late than ever, and thank you. So the fun thing about that voicemail from Laird is obviously he hasn't heard the podcast I'm currently recording. He hasn't heard it yet. We are on the same page on everything. Everything. P.K. Subban, I said bring him in. It's been a minute since P.K.'s been P.K., but I said bring him in. Phil Kessel, let's do it. I'm just, why is it not done already? I'll go buy a Kessel jersey tomorrow. I wouldn't, but I might. Hey, Big Milk. First of all, you got to give respect to the legend himself. Rest in peace, Ben Stelter. Amen. Gone way, way, way too soon. Way too soon. Would have loved to see him when the Oilers win the Stanley Cup next year, see his reaction. And it's heartbreaking that we won't see that. 
Why hi Ben? Secondly, going back to last week's episode, maybe it was last week's dating advice you would give yourself. Now, if you know in the open, I am the guy who was 20 and was bummed out. He didn't have a girlfriend who needed big milk dating advice. I'm ready. So, Nick, if you're about to tell me, <clears throat> if you're about to tell me right now that my advice got you a girlfriend in a matter of weeks, I'm going to throw myself a party. For the record, I am working the phones, embracing my inner Ken Holland. Maybe I'll get a deal done someday. <laughs> but if I think you be younger, dating advice or dating. I believe in you, man. Again, you're 20 years old. You don't need to worry about this too much. Live your life. Maybe get jacked at the gym. You know, do some push-ups. Do a sit-up or now and then, or just eat bread all day. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you want to do. But Nick, don't worry about it, man. You're 20. You got plenty of time for this, baby. Plenty of time. Plenty. Advice to my younger self. I would say that uh, if you're kissing a girl, close your eyes. Please, dear God, close your eyes. No, I like to leave mine wide open. I like to leave them wide open and stare right at her. And just for the odd chance she too opens her eyes, she'll know I'm glaring at her. Like, I'm just all like, but I'm staring deep into your soul. I'm staring right fucking through you. That's how I kiss. If you don't like it, don't open your eyes because I'm staring at you. I don't know how I made that mistake, but I did. Wait a minute. You did that too? I was just kind of joking. Yeah, don't do that. Nothing more uncomfortable than kissing and having eye contact. I learned that the hard way in my limited dating experience. And I don't remember what your this week's topic is, so I'll give you an Oilers question. Mm-hmm. If Calgary falls out of the playoff spot, would you have time for Chris Tanev in the Oilers lineup? And what would you trade to get said Christopher Tanev? Anyways, Rip Ben Selder. Thanks, Bags Milk. I'd love Chris. I'd love Chris Tanev. He is the exact kind of defenseman that the Oilers need on that right side. He's old. He, I mean, he's getting a little bit old. He's, you know, his body's breaking down, but he is the exact, I repeat, he is the exact kind of defenseman the Oilers need. Shut down guy, tough to play against, uses his stick well, um, physical in when he has to be. 100%. I would 100% do it. Flames wouldn't trade him to Cal- would tell. Flames wouldn't trade him to Edmonton, though, because we need him. You know? We need him. He's the guy that I would love to have. So, amen. Don't kiss with your eyes open. The voicemail brought to you by Rig Hand Distillers. Check them out at RigHandDistilleries.com. Touring Tasting Coupon is there. And if you're not getting the Touring Tasting Coupon, you have got beef with me. Right? Good. Good, good, good. Rick Hand Distilleries, sponsors of the voicemail. Please keep leaving your voicemails. The link is in my bio. With that, we are going to wrap up episode 38 of Better Late Than Never. Just going kissing an hour on this week's episode. If you want to tell me what the first thing you remember buying yourself was, like a thing. We're not talking about candy or gum like was. Like we're talking the X th- Xbox 360 like was. Keep leaving me voicemails. I'll play them all week. If you want to go back to previous questions on last week's episode, maybe even two weeks ago, bring those back. We'll keep rolling them through. Why not? Why not? If you're coming to Toronto with me, I will see you on Friday morning at the airport. I will be grumpy because it's too early, but my spirits will be high nevertheless. And for that, I say thank you. So for our friends at the audio department, I'm going to say thanks for listening. 
to Better Late Than Ever episode 38. I'll be back next week with a fresh episode, unless something happens before then, in which case I will be back sooner. We shall see. Go Oilers. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.